welcome to Nature's Difference. I'm your host, Melissa. I'm Juan. And we're going to talk to you today about history. No, not the history you learned in school. A little bit about us and how we got to where we are. And to see if maybe our story can inspire someone else looking to kind of follow in our footsteps and make some major changes in order for them to find happiness. Um, We went from the big city to a small town just a couple years ago. Well, Miami, the second big big city, or possibly the third big city. Because you got New York, then you have LA. A big city. We went from a big city, that's right. (laughs) To a very small town. With eight traffic lights, population 10,500. It's not literally eight. There's a couple more, but she always says it that way, trying to be funny. I have actually counted. There are eight. They built a new one about two years ago, and because it was too close to an old one, they took the old one down. There are eight. Okay. On top of that, there is like one of every fast food chain here, with the exception of Subway. There are three. Um, But otherwise... You know, compared to Miami, where you may have a McDonald's on every other corner, or you have six Walmarts within a three-mile radius, um, this is very small. And a lot of people don't understand it. They don't understand why we would want to make this kind of change. One of the first questions that we received when uh, moving here was... Are you crazy? What in the world? Why would you... (laughs) How, how did you even find this place in the map? That, that was one of the big questions. Uh, well, to be specific, we found it playing darts. But that's, that's true. It's not, when she's not being funny about it, that is true. We rolled out a paper map, we played darts, and we figured out, you know what? Let's, let's make change. Well, in reality, the reason for this, um, and this journey started how long ago now? been four and a half years four and a half years ago so prior to this um we started our family as in um we became a couple uh we've been a couple going on 11 years uh this month and um our oldest son is nine so right at the two-year mark give or take he was born um and we had our second son um, who is six now um six years ago obviously but um at that point well when our first son was born we noticed that what we envisioned as a lifestyle for us was not happening um we were not able to raise our child the way that we wanted to not that we weren't getting great help because we were but we weren't um, there enough we weren't there enough we were working constantly miami is an expensive city and i mean yeah there are other cities that are more expensive but for a young couple still very close to the beginning of their career um you're not making enough to live the kind of lifestyle that we wanted um we were working to pay the bills and to pay for childcare and you know high in the morning and bye in the afternoon and see you later when he comes home in the evening and we're working rotating schedules and we didn't have a marriage and we didn't have the kind of quality time that we wanted to spend with our children right and so we decided change uh, change was necessary 
it was necessary or we were going to become another statistic because we were drifting. We were drifting apart. Yep. And um, pretty much that that ability to um, pick up and go, um, and not saying that it's easy. It's not easy at all. There's a lot to account for. There's going to be a lot of people that are going to tell you, are you crazy? Why are you doing this? You have everybody here. You don't know anybody over there. Um, you don't know about your, your, you know, work, your career. Are you going to throw that away? Um, there's a lot of negativity that comes with change. And right. You know, people come from a good place when they're, when they're voicing their concerns. You know, of course, you know, they love and they care for you. Um, and they want you to succeed. But it also comes from the unknown. They don't know. So therefore, they'll kind of hold you back to what they do know. Um, you know, my family in particular, they were like, oh, you're moving to the country. What are you crazy? You're a city girl. You were born in the city. You were raised in the city. Our whole family's in the city. We're all going to die in the city. What are you and, doing? You know, what are you here? doing? You're going to go raise cows. Are you crazy? I mean, oh, yeah, let me go and see you, you know cleaning chicken eggs or whatever the case cleaning may be. Cleaning chicken eggs. Hey, hey, when they come out, they're not exactly clean. It's most of the time they are. Eh. Anyway, the that, point is they, they do tend to give you all of this feedback that makes you not want to do things. And um, that's coming from your own family. Never mind what your friends are going to say. And sometimes it might depend. Some of your friends might be more supportive. But... Um, I mean, we, we had good support. And they were like, if this is what you really want to do, then, you know, go for it. But you're kind of crazy. Right. And every uh, people that, that come and they tell you that, they don't know what you're going through. Um, they, they see what you're allowed to see. It's kind of like um, social media, you know. Everybody paints a pretty picture. Paints a pretty picture on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. But in reality, you don't really know the struggle of that person. When you really sit back, once you take out the smile and you take out all the the filters and um, the, the pretty background, when that person goes home, you don't know what they're going through. And um, we we were at that point, one, I, at one point of our life, we, we were really uh, desperate to make changes that were um, beneficial to us in a way that was going to allow us to transition to a long um, loving relationship that we do have today um, and that fear or, or that um, that change again doesn't necessarily just come natural to people um, I have friends that I've told them I said hey man or you really need to leave where you're where you're at you know it, 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 I don't care how much, how hard you work. You know, you can work two, three, four, ten jobs, but um, that city, that city, that environment is dragging you along, and um, it's not gonna allow you to make changes. Um, and we're not saying it's bad for everyone. I mean, there are right. there are people that you know they make it work. They make it work. They've had different opportunities, or they come from a different background, or. They, you know, they sometimes hit a it's niche. a little bit of luck. Yeah, um, they hit a niche. Sometimes it's a good niche. Uh, sometimes it's a, a great career move or things like that that allow you to <laughs> that allow you to thrive in that particular environment. But us uh, speaking personally, we weren't thriving. We were drowning. Right. And we've seen a lot of other people 
that have also been in similar situations where they're not thriving, they're not moving forward, they're drowning. And again, going going back to this thing about the move, I mean, we we picked up, pretty much picked up, um, came up with a um, three quarter plan. <laughs> we had most of it figured out, but we not really. We had like a solid eighty percent. We did our research. Right. We were at it for about a good two years before, maybe longer before we were like, okay, let's just, you know. Do, do you stick your toes in the water and test out the temperature or do you just dive in the deep end and see if you swim? In our case, we, we jumped on the deep end, pretty pretty cold deep end, but... Um, After a few shivers, we were swimming. Yeah, we were moving a little bit. Um, but the point, the point is that uh, we had a plan um, and we had to readjust our plans along the way, but... Uh, the, the whole reason for saying this is because we did this and it's a gigantic fear for a lot of people, right? Moving, moving, going to a new place, um, people that you don't know. It is a gigantic fear for a lot of people. And I think, and I'm going to speak um, from my point of view, the reason why I don't have that fear as much as other people do is because since very young, uh, my family has moved around uh first off when we left the dominican republic to come to the united states uh we moved to chicago uh lived in chicago if i if i honestly think 30 days was probably too long we were less than 30 days we were gone and lived in new york for one year i was young i barely remember it how old were you when you moved uh seven from the Dominican Republic to uh, Chicago. Chicago, and right after, um, literally from Chicago to New York, uh, was within a, a couple of days of reaching Chicago. We went to New York, I spent a year there, uh, my eighth birthday, we did spend it in New York, and by the time I turned nine, we were in uh, New Jersey, in Newark, New Jersey. and. Newark is obviously very different. The United States overall is very different from where I was born. Um, you know, you go from uh, not having hot water to uh, not having power all the time to, um, you know, your your father who drives a, uh, the best way of describing it is kind of like a taxi where you fit 13, 14 people in and you do the best you can to get them a from point A to point B. Pretty much, you know, you, you, they did their best to make sure that we were fed and that we ate and that we had clothes in our back and a, and a roof over our heads. And I, I saw that growing up, you know, that move was the first one coming here. Then, uh, all the moves within the United States. But even uh, then you always had family clothes. Yes. So had family in Chicago, um, we had family in New York, we had family in New Jersey. Uh, we always had family close. So um, essentially the move that I, uh, that my wife and I made um, when we moved to this small town that we're currently in um, was a first for us. It, it definitely no family, no friends, no anything. We just picked up and go. But nobody here. Absolutely nobody. But that's that those days those younger years of moving then um around the age of 
14, 15, I really can't remember, uh, moved to Miami for about a year and then moved back to, um, to Newark. Well, actually to Orange, New Jersey. Um, and I finished out high school over there, um, started working, um, had, you know, girlfriends or whatnot, played baseball, did everything. And next thing I know, um, we moved, you know, my parents moved back to um, uh, Florida, uh, South Florida. And at the time, I wasn't really sure if I wanted to leave um, New Jersey again, uh, but I ended up leaving anyways. And from there, I left, uh, when I got back to my uh, to uh, Florida, South Florida, um, ended up joining the military, um, started working, went to the military, had a short military career due to a health issue. And uh, that's when I came out and met my wife shortly after. So all of those changes, all of the back and forth allowed me to pretty much not fear change as much as others. Uh, how I said, I have friends that I've recommended to moving, getting away from their current situation they can't do it it is a genuine uh, fear that they have and no matter how much you try to push them it is practically impossible because their brain um or not saying their brain but they their emotions um, don't allow them to uh, make the change now i can tell you from our 11 years of relationship melissa has a very similar history to mine um we don't have everything in common uh especially we our, have enough we have a lot in common we yes. have enough i mean i was born in new york um you know not in the dominican republic like my husband here so but i did spend a lot of time you know summers holidays and whatnots in puerto rico with my great grandmother and other family and whatnots there uh, New York, you know, it was just me and my mom for a very long time. And, you know, she had help, aunts, uncles, um, had a few cousins around. But for the most part, it was just us. And um, met a lot of interesting people. My mom was also a cab driver in New York. And, uh, you know, I never <laughs> pinpointed that. Now that she just mentioned it, that is very interesting. That is true. That's, That's because another in the Dominican thing in Republic, they don't call them cabs. They call them conchos. Well, it's a different system. There are cabs, but um, what my dad used to do was not necessarily considered that. So, but yeah, that's crazy. I, I never even put two and two together. My, All these years, I never put two and two together. My mom was a taxi driver in New York, in Brooklyn, until she had a, a few too many accidents and then decided that wasn't for her. Um, but for a long time, you know, back in the 80s, which I'm kind of showing my age there a little bit, uh, it wasn't illegal to have your four, five, six-year-old kid sitting in the front seat. Uh, so I was able to go along with my mom for the most part and I got to see a lot of the city I got to see a lot of the area surrounding the city um, Connecticut Massachusetts New York New Jersey Philadelphia Washington DC saw different 
areas and got to meet a lot of different people and see a lot of that diversity and in the summers I would go and spend time with my great-grandmother and it was a whole different world you know you got out of the city and now you're near the beach and uh, she collected rainwater and grew her own plants she loved planting things she would pick up plants from the side of the road and plant them in her yard um, and we walked a lot something you know we also did a lot in New York aside from the public transportation but I was in New York until about 15 and throughout all my years in New York the one thing that I saw a lot was tragedy um, unfortunately we had a lot of deaths in the family and that translated to a lot of change and you have changes in the family dynamic and in turn, it brings about change in uh, opinions, uh, change in the closeness of the family and how, you know, people stay together or how people pull apart um, when you see that. A lot of fear, I would imagine, as well. It does. It brings about a lot of fear because I had an aunt, her, her husband, and her son they died in a plane crash on a sightseeing tour. So can you imagine that they passed in 1986 and no one else in my family has gotten on a plane that small since? Well, I think that also can be a little bit because of um, it still being in, in their mind and and again, that's... But it creates that fear. It does. They were the travelers. They were the ones who got up and went. Go into the adventures. You know, they they lived in the spur of the moment. I mean, I've had other family members that have traveled quite a bit, but it did institute a lot of fear in the rest of us um, for a long time. I was even afraid to get on a plane, or every time I got on a plane, it was terrifying. But you kind of have to learn and grow and see and and say you know what I can't let this stop me and in turn it kind of translated over to other people in the family also saying hey I can't let this stop me so there were a lot of changes and when I was 15 we moved we moved to central Florida which is kind of funny that your family would leave At New Jersey same age. for for Miami and mine would leave New York for Orlando and, uh, you know, again, it was it was that change that, hey, you know what? I'm not growing here. I'm not doing okay here. This is not working for me anymore. Let me just try something new. And at the time that we moved, I had an aunt who had just purchased a house in Orlando. So we kind of came behind her. So even though we made that it's change funny. we weren't alone it's funny it's it always works that way so um originally the reason why we moved from chicago so quickly thereafter was because my mom wasn't thrilled with the location they had already lived there for about a year before us and um a uncle who lived in new york said hey why don't you guys just come down here and there we went <laughs> So then an aunt moved to New Jersey and we ended up in New Jersey. And then another aunt ended up in South Florida from Chicago. And then we ended up in South Florida. 
So that's always the way that it, it works. It usually works out that way, except for us. We're, of course, you know, the ones who are a little out of the norm because we ended up in in Georgia by ourselves. But we've also opened the doors that now you have a cousin that kind of followed us over here. And it's interesting she says that because my cousin is one of those that I keep saying, um, you need to change. You need to change. Yeah, you're your not doing good. Things are not well. But I also had a cousin like that. And her change was a little bit different. She came from Orlando to Miami and now she's doing amazing things. And she's with a doing simple move. With just a simple change. So we're not seeing that people have to do something so drastic as going from, you know, a big city to the country. I mean, you know, the country's beautiful, the cities are great. And you have to choose what works for you. And and one something these changes don't happen overnight. Um, when we moved here, we struggled. I mean, what can I tell you? It it got to the point where um, sat up one night and questioned I, whether we were doing the right thing. I was I was in that mindset that man, did I completely mess this up? I brought you know I brought you my wife and our kids i brought them over here and now we are struggling and i'm not gonna lie to anybody you know it, it definitely made me um extremely emotional and i was at a point where i was telling her you know maybe we should just let it all go and go back and um the words that she came up with next were pretty much the reason why we're still here and what she said was said don't look at the negative you need to see some of the positive things that have changed at the time of our move our son was very sick and we were all getting sick around him and to this day we still don't know exactly what happened but shortly after moving here our son wasn't sick anymore or he wasn't as sick well he 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 stopped so much better we went from practically living in a hospital to only going when one of them thought it was a good idea to smell an M&M that he found in the car. And it was a red one. M&M at that. So I didn't know whether it was chocolate or he was bleeding. I told her it was chocolate from the beginning, but she didn't believe me. So we went to the hospital. Listen, man, your kid just put an M&M up his nose. I mean, it's not okay. It was It's okay now. Yes, it was funny. It was not funny at the time. This mama was freaking out. But either way, you know, you have to sit down and, and weigh the pros and the cons. And, it, you know, every day is not going to be a good day. But you've got to look at the big picture and see. And if you have one major positive, then you've done good. And we were doing okay. But at the time, I didn't see it that way. At the time, he to me... You saw the financial struggle. I saw the financials, correct. You saw the financial struggle, but he didn't see... He, he wasn't looking at the big picture that our kids were happier that we were overall happier that we were spending more time together that we were having more adventures and and the craziest thing is that before it got better so that happened and it, it wasn't a good point but it got worse it got a lot worse it got to the point where now um, I had to stop working due to a uh, surgery on my foot and for the I want to say month to two after it, it 
as a we were rock bottom we were picking yeah, and we choosing were, we what were, we were gonna pay and what we were gonna do and we were we were making those dreaded phone calls to all the credit card companies for all the debt that we had racked up before we moved to say hey you know we're, we're in a really tough we're spot having right some, now a lot of difficulties can you know can we work something out here for a little bit some did some didn't but again it, it, it got worse <laughs> At that time, you just got to think, well, what's the worst they can do to me? I mean, right. call me. Yeah, exactly. I call you call you 30 times a day, but um, it got it got really, really bad. And just when, again, that, that mindset came back of like, man, you know what? Um, I don't know why we did this. Um, everything started to go back up. You know, I, um, I ended up getting a position in... Uh, my field of um, study, which is computers and um, network administration and things like that. Um, and things just started getting and things better. Started, yeah, things started to come up and, um, you know, but... It goes way back before, to that old saying, it's always darkest before dawn. And it it was dark there for a minute. It was it very was dark. dark. And then... Couldn't see our hands in front of us dark, but um, it, it got better. And, and the reason why we say this is you know, don't don't think that when you make these moves, it's just gonna all fall in place. Cause it's not. It's it's gonna probably become um, just as bad, if not worse. But after you get to that point, look at yourself again and look at the good the the good parts of the change. Has there been any good changes? And I guarantee you that if there has been, um, more than likely, it's just going to get better. If you've made that change and you uh, notice that nothing changed, then uh, you know you might need to make a new change. But all of this goes again hand in hand with uh, not having these fears and just. And the fears, of course, came from you know how how we how we grew up and how we embraced changes all around us and how evaluating yourself constantly through your history through what you've gone through you've gotta sometimes also look at where you come from as a stepping stone towards the future just because you came from a negative place doesn't mean that your whole life is gonna be negative um i've had plenty of tragedy i've been in an abusive relationship in the past um I've lived a hard life and, you know, every day was a struggle to survive and to stay with your head above water, but you make those changes and you see one decision can change your entire existence. Yep. And sometimes you got to go against that norm, against what everyone else is telling you and just make a choice for yourself make a choice with your partner if you have one make a choice for your children if you have them you know even if you're by yourself take that job you know if you were offered a position abroad and you don't want to go because you're alone listen you're not alone it's the best There's time how many to do billion it, people in this world exactly but it's the best time because now uh, you can grow without having to help another person grow. 
So it works out for you um, by I mean, doing it that. It works out either way because you can always grow together. Um, yes, after children, we have been more mindful of our choices and our decisions because, you know, who wants to screw up their kids? Um, but overall, you're never alone. You know, even when you feel your loneliest or you feel you're most alone, you have people far away. Modern technology is an amazing thing. I grew up without a cell phone where long distance calling was difficult. I remember my grandmother at the payphone with dimes to call my mom when I was visiting her in Puerto Rico just so that I can talk to my mom once a week. You know, modern technology is amazing. We have social media. We have video calling. Video calling. Our kids do it all the time with the grandparents. You know? And their friends and, and their aunts friends. and uncles. And we do it all the time with our friends and family. We can talk to people from across the world and it doesn't cost us anything extra than what we're already paying for. Um, now, she said, she said something um, about how she grew up with tragedy and whatnot. And I, I grew up in not the same environment. My, my childhood was completely different. Even though I was born in what people call a third world country, um, it was still m most of the, the perfect childhood type scenario. You know, mom and dad were there, family got along great. Um, didn't have a lot of physical, but we, I, we definitely had um, all the the love and affection from friends and family. Never really get got to see bad um, or a distraught family. It wasn't until um, started to grow up that these things. Uh, not saying that they all started to come out, but they definitely morphed and. Um, you saw it more. I started to see... As you get older, you start... You know, that, that veil that they put over your head as right. a child starts to come off Comes a little off. bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more until you're fully exposed to everything that's going on. And, of course, you know, the older generation tries to... You, you know, we try to shield our children yeah. uh, to protect them as best as possible, but sometimes it is difficult to protect them from everything. You know, I dealt with a lot of tragedy in my life and I didn't want my children to experience the same thing. And unfortunately, recently, we had not one but three deaths in the family, you know, kind of back to back to back. And here our children are faced with, you know, the same thing that we were. And it's just a matter of how we handle it. When I was younger, every time someone would pass away, you know, I see you crying. Oh, it's okay. They're in a better place. All right, don't cry anymore. That's it. You know, I don't want to tell my children to just hold their feelings in all the time, but I also don't want them dwelling on it forever. You know, I want them to have um, a way to process it properly. Um, and which is difficult because there is no proper way. Right. We just want them to process things in a healthy way. In a healthy way. Yeah, that's the best way of saying it. But. You know, again, that was her experience in mine a, a little bit different now. I know New York, uh, or at least part of New York, a little bit of New York, and 
depending where you live, you might live in a good neighborhood, you might live in a bad neighborhood. Um, I was raised in Newark. Newark was definitely not the greatest place to um, have a childhood. I'm not going to say it was the worst, but it wasn't the best. And yes, it was rough at times. And um, we experienced or I got to see a lot of things that my parents still don't even know. And I, I didn't want to share that with them at that age because I knew exactly what they were going to do. They were going to try to lock it up even more than what they already had. And um, I dealt with it the best way the best way I could. You know, drugs, um, gangs, um, shootings all happened all around us all the time. Now, again, as we as we grow and now we have kids, we bring we try to bring our kids out away from that. Um, so hopefully they never get a chance to see that. Um, but um, the reasoning behind all of this is because we have to learn uh, from our past and uh, attempt to make life just slightly better for our our kids who are going to be the future of pretty much our families. You know, we we take and we you learn from your mistakes, but you also learn from your past and from the mistakes of others and use it as a stepping stone towards a better and brighter future. Um, and even if it's not something that directly happened to you, look at other people, look at people around you, look at friends, families, coworkers, um, strangers, take notice in other people and what happens to them learn from it grow from it um try to adapt and make changes and try to keep an open mind about things that could happen if you want something you gotta go after it the definition of insanity is to keep repeating the same actions the same exact way over and over again and expecting different results it is insane to continue the same thing day in and day to out and pay expect bills, something different. Earning the same amount constantly and expect to have just a little bit more. for more at the end of it. It'll never change. Um, you know, there, there's a, I have a friend. He's always said, man, you just got to figure out the formula to stay here, right? You bring down your expenses um, even if your pay stays the same, if you bring down your expenses, then you're fine. Well, he made it happen. It worked for him great. You know, and, and unfortunately, not everybody gets that chance. So at our specific time uh, in South Florida, our solution was to make a move. By making that move, that's when we were able to lower our expenses and raise our pay and raise for our the pay same type of job correct different pay different places pay different amounts for that same job you may have a job working with for example let's say a teacher a teacher in south florida may make one salary and a teacher in georgia may make another salary just by crossing that state line it's totally different and then on top of that, you have your other expenses where your rent is higher in South Florida because you're in that major metropolitan city in middle of nowhere, Georgia. It could be a third of that. And that's what we encountered. Our rent went down by a, to a third 
of what we were paying in South Florida. And again, and, that move isn't for everybody. Just keep that in mind. Everybody can't make that move. Some people say, hey, I can't do it. But sometimes I think we have to make certain sacrifices um, so that we can really see ourselves grow. And it gives you the ability of growing. Now, we will be going through our growths in different episodes. Um, we're going to pretty much allow as you to... well as have some guests and let them come talk about some of their changes and their growths and what helped them. So, again, we're not just going to talk about, you know, the big city to the country. We're going to talk about, you know, big city to bigger city. We're going to talk about, you know, north to south, east to west. We're going to talk about... You know, some people have changed countries. They've gone to a completely different country to make a change. Um, other peoples have have gone out in the pursuit of island life. The the point is that everybody has a different formula. Um, take everything that we just mentioned. Take it with a grain of salt. All right. Um, we're just letting you know that it is okay to make these changes. It is okay to have fears. It is okay to sometimes double guess your decision. We've done it. And We've it gone through it. doesn't matter where you came from. All that matters is where you're going. And that right there is pretty much the whole bulk of this whole episode is it does not matter where you come from um, whatsoever. You are in power of your own future. You are the one that needs to make the proper changes you're the one that needs to in tune your mind to um seeing the where you want to be and forcing yourself to get there because i'm gonna tell you something just like she said she has had um different stories with different family members i have as well everything from uh drugs alcohol um entrepreneurs to judges to doctors we we pretty much have it all in our families and the only difference between all of them is the vision right now even those that did have the issues for some of them i'm not going to tell you all but some of the ones that had the issues with drugs alcohol and the poor side of our families some of them have been able to climb out of it and make something out of themselves because of that vision. Keep the vision alive. The ones that didn't get out of it is because they didn't have the vision. But you have to keep the vision alive. Uh, make sure that you um, you create very small plans that are reachable. Set attainable goals. Exactly. Set attainable goals. And remember, this is a marathon, not a race. You've got to take pace yourself make one step at a time to achieve that ultimate goal you are the author of your own story write a new chapter close that old book write a new chapter pick up another pen and keep on going the fight isn't over and you can end up where you want to be if you're willing to make those changes that's right we are going to let you guys go with that in mind um think about some of the things if you have any some of the things that we've said if you have any questions um 
you can email us at um, naturesdifference at gmail.com. That's right. And don't forget to like, subscribe, comment, and share. Hope everybody has a great day. Thank you.